This is Evgeny Malkin. This is Brian Russell. This is Phil Kessel of the Penguins. Your home of the Pens and the best Pens coverage. WXDX FM Pittsburgh, an iHeart Radio station. This must be a big show. A lot of people must listen to it. In fact, it must be number one in the 25 and up demographic. Because this segment is sponsored by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust. I can't sell anything that I do on my show. And it's not sales fault either. People just don't like me. This has been the quintessential pirate game, FYI. Cervelli got nicked up. Took a foul ball. He's still in the game, but he got nicked. Marte hit a ball down the line that got misplayed and was basically walking to first base. And Polanco, he misplayed a fly ball. The optimism surrounding the Pirates has been all about players Playing above the expectation level. Players playing better than they've played before. Oh, Marte, if he's healthy all year and not suspended, he's going to take off. Polanco, he lost all the weight. He's going to come out and play well. Cervelli, well, he's going to have to stay healthy this year and they'll be okay. If the Pirates were going to be good, it was going to be because everything went right. And I'm here to tell you, nothing is already. And the first game got rained out. Love it. 412-333-WXDX. Again, at underscore Adam Crowley on Twitter. Let's go next to John in Upper St. Clair. Hello, John. Did you buy uh, Todd Haley's old house? I'm good, man. Good. Hey, I just wanted to make a comment on Le'Veon Bell. Right? He actually does have talent. Yes, he's a good running back. He has his head, you know, where it shouldn't be. You know, I mean, when is the Steelers going to say enough is enough and say, listen, you work for your money, everybody else does in the world. If you go to your job tomorrow and say, you know what, I'm getting paid X amount of dollars, I'm not even going to show up for any training, and I want more, 99% of the time your employer would say, get the hell out of here. Yeah, they would, but it's it's not not real life. It's football. Yeah, I know it's not real, because I have a family member that, you know, I got family members that played for the Steelers in the past. We'll oh! that. And, uh, John, what's you know, your last name? What's your last name, John? Tell me. Right, right. R-E-I-T-Z. Yeah. Lawrence Timmons lived on my couch for the first month of his contract, put it that way. That doesn't make him family. No, he doesn't fan, but he was, you know, he's connected with my family. You uh. know. Uh, Is he coming back this like, year? Nah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's, he doesn't really say much. I don't really ask him much when I see him. Is he on your couch right now? No, he's not on my couch. Did he ever throw up in your front yard? Uh, no, but he used to play basketball with my neighbors all the time. Oh, really? And he, and he ate all my pastrami one time when I came home. The pastrami was gone. Yeah, so in basketball, was the big white guy always open? Because that's what happened in football. Uh, no, he was uh, he was an over basketball player. See, too. you don't oh, really I... know Timmons. Goodbye. Get out of here. Liar. I mean, I believe, John. I have no reason not to. But that's just weird. He's clinging to the fact that he knew Lawrence Timmons for a month the first year of his career. And actually, you know what? I need that guy to call back because how did that even happen? Why was Timmons living on that dude's couch? Last year, I had a source high up 
in the Steelers organization tell me that Timmons was going to fail in Miami because for everyone thought Timmons was a smart guy. Everyone thought Timmons uh, was a thinker out there on the football field. And this source told me eh, he's not good at learning a new system. He knows what he's supposed to do in Pittsburgh because he's done it forever. And here we are. He'll be back living on that guy's couch. 412-333-WXDX. 412-333-9939. Le'Veon Bell's lost all my empathy. And this is a guy that I loved rooting for. He's a hell of a player to watch. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. But you can't keep putting your foot in your mouth and then expect everyone to be your best friend. I was the class clown in high school, but if you start making jokes all the time and because you're trying to fill the time making jokes, you're not funny anymore, people are going to tell you to shut the bleep up. You got to know how your actions are perceived. You have to know how other people hear you. You have to know how you're going to portray yourself if you keep talking and talking and talking and talking and you're not taking inventory of the things coming out of your mouth. I'm the guy who always roots for the little dude. I'm the guy who always roots for the player and never roots for the team. I'm the guy who thinks franchise tags are bad for the player. I'm the guy who thinks all the players should be able to smoke pot because it's football, and my God, why do we got to take it that seriously? I'm always on the side of the player. So for me to not be this time around, it tells me that this guy's really rubbing everyone else the wrong way too. Chris in Shadyside. Talking Crowley. What's up, Chris? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. You got any penguins living on your couch? No. Not today. No. Okay. Very good. What's on your mind? Um, I wanted to talk about the whole trade with Cole. Um, I was told that we didn't get Grabner originally because they wanted uh, a defensive prospect. I mean, what was wrong with Cole? I mean, he's not a prospect, but he already won a Stanley Cup. So wouldn't we maybe have been better off keeping the chemistry, keeping Cole, and uh, not getting Broussard, and uh, I don't understand why they didn't. Can you tell me why? I think that they thought, obviously, that the bigger hole was the third-line center. And when you can get a guy who can move up and down in the lineup and a guy who can provide scoring pop to be alongside Phil Kessel, you go out and get that guy. The Penguins wanted three legitimate lines. And really, with Broussard, they've got three first lines. Now, he's hurt right now. He should be back soon. It's reportedly not that bad of an injury, but it's the move I would have made. And I think it's a move that most people, if asked at the time, would have made. The reason the Penguins are struggling defensively right now is not because they don't have Ian Cole. Would he help? Sure. Is he better than Hunwick? Yes. Is he better than Ruedel? Yes. But that's not the only reason they're struggling right now. The forwards aren't coming back to help. When they are, they're puck-watching. The defense is pinching at inopportune times. They're giving up far too many odd-man rushes. One guy playing 18 minutes isn't going to change all that. Um, Okay. That makes sense. Um, Who's your source, though? Was it someone sleeping on your couch? You said you had someone tell you that they were going to give up a defenseman. I didn't eat that pastrami, man. Jason, (laughs) you're next. You're in the car. Hopefully, Bell's not driving. What's up? 
Yeah, uh, my question or my concern about Le'Veon Bell is the Steelers are letting him basically dictate the terms like he did last year, string them along. At, at what point did they just become frustrated, and, and are they actually considering making some kind of a move to let him go see if he can get $17 million a year from someone else? I just don't understand why they're maintaining this tag and considering him worth it doesn't buy them anything now. Uh, if you wanted to make that argument a couple of weeks ago, I could have seen it holding water. They could have gone out and tried to spend money on defensive players to make the team better. But now, if you rescind the tag and he goes and signs somewhere else, you're not going to get anything for him. And you're also not going to be able to use that money to go out and sign a free agent. Now, the best thing that they could do is keep Bell for this year. If you let him walk, you're stupid. Yeah, and I, I would have. I wish they wouldn't have tagged him. I thought there was a, a better opportunity to add value to your team in free agency and not tie up fourteen and a half million with him. But it's but a fair argument. It. And thank you for the call, Jason. I was on the other side of that. I knew because I'm a capologist. I mean, I'm a genius, not super genius. I only have a tested IQ of one sixty two, but I am a genius capologist, and I knew that the Steelers would be able to improve their defense and keep Le'Veon Bell for at least the year. And they've done that. Uh, Morgan Burnett is a really stinking good player. They got better there, and they got better at inside linebacker. They're better at both positions than they were when they lost to Jacksonville at the end of last year, and they still get to keep the all-pro running back. I'm always going to be a fan of keeping your all-pro players on your team. Always. And that's what they did. If you have the opposite opinion, that's okay. But the Steelers... In all their infinite wisdom, think you're wrong too. 412 333 9939. 412 333 WXDX. Coming up next, Sidney Crosby is hot. And the Penguins have the one X factor that no one else does. It's Crowley filling in for Madden 1059. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Damn it, I'll be popular in Pittsburgh yet. Hey, Mark, Paul fan. I think i got to start with pulled pork nachos. Hey, super genius, how you doing today? Fantastic. DX at 105.9. Baseball purists say there's nothing wrong with the game. I watched the first inning at 110. I will be off the air before this thing ends. It just takes forever. I realize there's been 10 runs apiece scored in this Bucko game, and I realize it's in extra innings, but we didn't get to extra innings until after the three-hour mark anyhow. And I'm just going to speak for all of Pittsburgh and really all of baseball when I say these two teams need to be relegated. Colin Moran, the new Pirates third baseman, fits right in. Booted one. Josh Bell, he's going to be much better on defense this year. Booted one. Gregory Polanco, he's going to be much better on defense this year. Lost one. Sterling Marte, he's going to try hard. He limped his way to first base before having to get on his horse after a misplay in the outfield. These are the same Pirates as they were last year. Last year they won 75 games. This year they don't have McCutcheon or Cole. They're not going to be good. And I'm guessing they won't be discussed very much on this show. Although, I don't know. But they're not going to be discussed very much on my show. Uh, Why would I talk about a team that's bad at something 162 times? Especially when the owner doesn't care. Not gonna. 412-333-9939. Adam Crowley, in for Mark, on 105.9 The X. I'm not Tim Benz either. Just 
FYI, people always think that. They think I'm Ben's because we have similar cadences, and I guess our voices sound similar because we're young or we sound young. Tim's actually not young. But Tim uses all the big words. I don't. I make terrible peeing analogies. Penguins lost to the Red Wings on Tuesday night. They won last night. I think that that silenced some of the critics, but Twitter was just a cesspool. And when the Penguins got behind a couple of times last night, you'd have thought it was Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final. People ripping the Broussard trade. People talking about Matt Murray stinking with his glove hand. People ripping Chris Letang. And not to say that some of these things aren't okay to discuss. It's not to say that we're not allowed to consider the fact that the Penguins are struggling at times right now. But we have to do it within a context. That never happens Particularly in this town, I feel like it never happens, and I think it's because it's always been a Steelers town. So every game is so important. Every game needs to be dissected because there's 16 of them. And then you just translate that to baseball. You translate that to hockey. The Penguins won the Stanley Cup the last two years. They're pretty darn good at what they do. Their coach, pretty darn smart. Their captain, pretty darn good. Evgeny Malkin, pretty darn good. And the list goes on and on and on. I believe that this team's going to right the ship because they just have been there before. They've got the track record. I believe in track record. I also believe in Sidney Crosby. That goal last night was badass. Travis Zajac... Isn't good enough to clean Sidney Crosby's 25-year-old jockstrap. He pokes him in the ribs like he's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Then he's chirping with Crosby as the game clock wound down. You just knew Sid was going to score. Either him or Kessel, who was having a conniption on the bench. You knew one of the two of them was going to do it. Either Phil pissed at himself, the voices in his head, or Sidney Crosby pissed at Travis Zajac for being a D-bag. And it was Crosby. Really, he scored twice. Crosby beat the goaltender twice. He's just up in the degree of difficulty. He called a bank shot. Beautiful. He's turning up his game at the right time. A goal in each of the last five games, many of them spectacular. I'm not saying the Penguins are going to win the Stanley Cup again. In fact, it's unlikely that your favorite team's ever going to win anything. It just is. You're very blessed to have seen what you've seen over the Sidney Crosby era. But I will say the Penguins have something that none of these other teams do have. They got Sid. This team's not perfect. They've got issues on the back end. Goaltending's been substandard all year, but they've got Sid. The Lightning are good. They're deep on offense. They're deep on defense. They've been consistent all year long. They don't have Sid. Boston's deep. They're skilled. They're getting healthy at the right time. They don't have Sid. Columbus, well, they've got the greatest defenseman of all time. But the Flyers, they got Giroux and they got the baton, but the Penguins still have Crosby. The Penguins have the ultimate erasers. You have to look no further than last year in the playoffs to realize that. The Penguins got outshot and outplayed a lot of the time last year in the spring. A lot of the time. First two games... Against Nashville, they were god-awful. But the Penguins have talent that other teams don't have. Crosby goes the other way in a counterattack. And just like that, he scores a goal. Evgeny Malkin, power play, just like that. 
he scores a goal. Phil Kessel, Broussard, Gensel. The Penguins are deep. They don't have to play a perfect game of hockey to beat you. And I have faith that they will find their game and get closer to perfection as the playoffs near. But they have the ability that other teams don't have to trot out a superstar on every line. And it all starts with Sid. Preds, by the way, 350, plus 350 to win the cup now. Lightning at plus 525. The Knights and the Bruins, plus 700. And the Pens at plus 850. The Knights thing drives me nuts. They're good. They roll out four second lines. As Braden Holpe said about a month ago. I think Winnipeg's better. I think the Preds are better. The Preds, you can make an argument, should have won the cup last year. But that goes back to my point. They didn't have them stars. The Penguins did. And the Penguins won because of it. Mark in Illinois. Next up on the Crowley. Nope, it's... Whatever, you're on the Crowley filling in for Madden. Hello. Hey, Adam, how you doing today? I'm good, man. You know, whenever these people go on Twitter about bashing the Penguins left and right, and I start getting doubts in my head whenever I see it, I go. I primarily go, and the next day I'll go to NHL.com or I'll go onto the Penguins website, and I'll read one great article. And there was one the other day where they basically said, the Penguins are better this year than they were the last two years. And I believe that because they have a lot more firepower up front. I think they're better this year, Mark, than they were last year. I don't think that they were better than they were two years ago. Two years ago, they were the best team in hockey. As Mark always puts it, last year they were the last team standing. I think that is a perfect way to describe what happened. Uh, Last year they got a lot of lucky breaks. Goaltending bailed them out. Two goaltenders, in fact. And then the Penguins had the timely scoring. Last year's Penguins team reminded me of the Tampa Bay team that gave the Penguins so much trouble in the playoffs two years ago. Uh, The Penguins would dominate the game, and Tampa would come back with the counterattack. Pittsburgh reminded me of that last year. Uh, This year's team, to me, better than last year's team. It doesn't guarantee anything, though, because you look at the Eastern Conference a lot deeper now than it was last year, too. Did this ump just get hit in the face, too? What the heck? He got hit, now his contact fell out. He's wearing contacts and glasses. That guy deserved to get hit in the face. You wear contacts and glasses. By the way, man on first, one out. I'm not legally allowed to give play-by-play, I don't think. I would do it far more entertainingly, though, than what they're doing on that other station. I don't even know who the hell this guy is. This pirate season is everything I need it to be. Already. Already it's everything I need it to be. First game gets rained out. I wrote a piece on ESPNPGH.com saying that I've waited for the pirates my entire life to do something and not disappoint me. So why not just wait one more day because of the rain out? And now they have not disappointed in that they're just fumbling all over the place and blew a four-run lead in the ninth inning. Nobody's going to go to opening day. I saw tickets for a buck 25 for the second game. I might buy an entire section 
and just put food on every single chair. Coming up next, something. It's almost the weekend. Easter, baby. Crowley filling in for Madden 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Ah, super genius. What were you afraid more of, Satan or teabagging? Probably teabagging. Great story. Compelling and rich. (laughs) DX at 105.9. I am super genius-er than Mark Madden because I am one umpire review away from having been correct on all three of my Pirates predictions today. I said they were going to take the lead. I said they were going to lose the lead. And then I said that they were going to come back, and then there was going to be a walk-off. And right now we have a Tigers walk-off that is being challenged. It was a plate-to-plate. It looks like he's out. But I think common sense says he's out. But I don't know if I've seen a clear angle that clearly shows he is. Plus, I'd like to be right, so hopefully he's safe. Yeah, he's out. I don't know. I don't know. You think Greg Brown's going to have an aneurysm right now? Eh, probably going back and forth here. Let's go to Phil in Bethel Park. Maybe the last caller of the day as we got Brian Metzger coming up next. Hello, Phil. Hey, what's going on? Doing a radio show poorly, I think. How are you? Good. Now, a question for you about the Pens. Do you think the Penguins are just hanging back and just playing the maintain position so they don't show what they got in the playoffs? I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that at all. I think it's the Penguins in the back of their minds knowing that these games don't matter. Uh, they have no danger of missing the playoffs. I know that we've seen some tweet, oh, they might not make it. They're going yeah. to make it. I don't think it's about not showing anything. I think it's about, he's out. Oh, no. I'm wrong. <laughs> anyway, I think it's about the Penguins you know, not being like, engaged mentally like I am not right now because my weekend is looking me dead in the eyes. Right. <laughs> it just seemed like last night when I was watching the game, they turned it on when they needed to, and then it was like they just backed off. And then all of a sudden they're losing again, and it's like, oh, crap, we got to do this and take off again. And next thing you know, they're tied up. No, and- I just think that's hockey, man. <laughs> Sometimes you're trailing a game, you play really hard. Other times you're leading a game, the other team plays harder than you. It happens. And now the manager of the Twins has been thrown out. Like I'm throwing you out. Is that Ron Gardenhire? Is he still the manager? It's not the Twins anyhow. It's the Tigers. I don't even know who this guy is. Looks like Santa Claus just got tossed from the game. Yo, Wilford Brimley just got tossed. Here's the deal. If they review something for five minutes, which they just did, you're a D-bag if you come out and argue after. What do you want them to do? They just looked at it. Clearly he got tagged on the knee. Clearly to the umpires. I still didn't see a view where I saw it, but whatever. I feel like this show's kind of gone like the Penguins season. If you started it in 2018. So, this show's kind of gone like this calendar year for the Penguins. I came out of this shoot, I was real hot. Really good show. And now I just see the weekend and I'm just spiraling down the toilet drain. Lack of focus. Focus, as Mike Sullivan would say. Penguins have the Capitals again coming up here soon. They got Montreal. 
I would like to see the habits get better. And I feel like we will. The compete level was there last night. If the compete level continues to get better, then I think everything else will fall into place. I got to get in a Sister Jean take before I get to Brian Metzer. She held a media availability today. I won't disparage her on Good Friday, but just know that in my mind I am. Metzer next. 105.9 The X.